September is the most birthday-packed month of the year, so chances are you have a few celebrations coming up. Make sure your friends and family feel special with a gorgeous bouquet of roses from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to send the perfect gift. 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99. To get 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. You're now tuned in live to Seriously Not Another Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. Joined by my beautiful, 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 get a drum or something, beautiful. Oh, okay. AC. All right. What's happening? <laughs> ah, I miss this beat. They really, they really gave a drum or something. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, give, give it to him one time. How it go? <laughs> <laughs> she bringing the thunder tonight, y'all. Yeah, buddy. Tonight is very special. Very, very special. Near and dear to my heart. Near and dear. If you've been following the show and you hear this beat, I know you remember if you got a good memory. Hold on one second. Hold on. Right. Where, where are shots at? I mean, shots are in order. Shout out to my nigga Mark for leaving Let's behind go. this cabinet. Yeah, uh, so shout out to everybody that's tuning in live. Like I said, tonight is a very special night. Very uh, special. It's very special because uh, February 24th uh-huh. <laughs> marked the year since this podcast been here. <laughs> yes, come through for the culture. Another motherfucking podcast, goddamn. Yeah, buddy. Um, it's crazy. So that was, damn. That shit is nuts. Salute, salute, salute. But uh, yeah, man. It's um, it, it's been it's been a crazy run. It's been uh, uh, man, it's been a year. A lot of changes. A lot of situations, yeah. a lot of mishaps or whatever. People done got fired, people done quit. <laughs> Several Ubers and pulled up. Yeah. Uh after shows <laughs> after shows, uh niggas crying over girls. Oh my god. Uh what? shout out to everybody that's uh tuning in live. For those that's tuning in live right now, this podcast has officially been here a year. Yeah. You know I'm saying salute to y'all, appreciate y'all. It's our anniversary. And uh salute to AC. Salute, my nigga. Been ready. Salute to AC for uh still standing with the kid. Oh yeah. Hit him with the show. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Hey, what do you mean? What do you mean? Gotta do it for the culture. Cute cup. That's funny. She said, "I got a cute cup. It ain't even the right color. It's supposed to be rojo." Rojo. But yeah, like I said, this is seriously not another podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm your host, being Ready. Yeah. My beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay. Get a drummer song. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 
beautiful co-host AC in the building. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody in the building? Uh, that's on Facebook Live. People that's listening live. If y'all want to listen live and don't want to be on Facebook, go to Spreaker.com. Look up Seriously Not Another Podcast and hit us up. So, yeah, um, like I said, man, um, wow, a year. However, a year? A year of uh, blood, sweat, tears, and no sleep, a lot of shots, sa- a lot of sacrificing, shit talking, um, oh arguments. Uh, uh, yeah, that's happened. Photo shoots and all, photo shoots and all, all that. I, and and on top of that, I got uh four. I got four podcasts under my belt right now. Man, seriously, not another podcast. Yeah, seriously, don't add another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she said, seriously, don't add another podcast. That's funny. Um. <laughs> Yeah, asshole. Seriously, don't add another Seriously, podcast. Seriously, not another podcast, please. Uh, um, uh, yeah, we got us. We got no rules. We got cat versus dog, and we got too much game. <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. So so. <laughs> Seriously though. So my so my co-host, she up in here, and she uh getting doing her Jay Z impression. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm feeling it in my spirit and such. Um. So how are we gonna start this off? We, I'm we gonna start go- it off. Oh yes, yes, yes. Th- this week I went to well last weekend after our last show I went to my first concert. I'm 35 years old and never been to a concert before. No problem. It's the first time for everything. Oh, they said. Oh, they said show your host. They want to see what the host look like. Let What's happening? Uh, hold on, hold on. Get my angles right, please. There we go. I need to lift that. <laughs> okay. They said, "Do you? Oh yeah, fuck it. All right, so um. 35 years old, I went to my first concert. And it looked like it was lit, too. It was cracking. Lupe Fiasco performed his first uh, album, Food and Liquor, which is one of the albums I said I'll go see a concert for. And it happened. I said two days before that the only show I'll go see is if he performed that 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 album. And two days later, I got an email saying pre-sale. So, of course, I have to go. But Pre-sale. But neither here or there. Neither here nor there. Ah, it's, well, so, it's, it's so much to talk about today yeah let's just hop right into it so um let's get started with this uh friday fuckery issue okay friday fuckery. friday fuckery issue uh the momo challenge the momo challenge for those that don't know know about the momo <laughs> um let me tell you how it go go so basically it's this little bitch on um the kids youtube videos um who likes to pop in in the middle of the youtube video and she'll be like hi friends you know um it's momo like basically like oh like go in the drawers and find like the sharpest object you could find and it even had like little pictures of it like a little razor a knife fucking kidding me swiss swiss little knife with the little you know Mm -hmm. and then she's like literally demonstrating like to cut your wrist and then saying like go deep or whatever like even if it hurts don't trip like just keep going and then like you know bleed out and all that she's telling the kids all this um and essentially saying like and if you don't do this like momo's gonna come and you know scare you or do something to you or whatever now two things with this this is not just regular YouTube, you know. So for those that think they're doing justice by having their kids on the kids YouTube, which I also thought I was one of those people. This is on all the YouTube kid 
videos. Well, not all of them, but it could be any of them. Yeah, they they download them and then they they splice it in there in right. the middle of the show or whatnot. So the problem is, is that as a parent, it's hard to really center what your kids are watching because I personally fell for the okie doke. I'm thinking I'm doing something positive by monitoring Nia's um, activity and then also making sure she only has access to kids YouTube. But it's like, I'm not sitting there watching the whole video with her and they know to bring it in like a few minutes after when the parents probably are no longer looking. Right. I found out that someone I know, knows someone whose child actually has already killed himself as a result of this. In the States? Yeah. Uh, In the U.S. A black person at that. So I'm only saying that to say, um, raise awareness first and foremost, because some of our listeners have kids. Um, I think you should talk to your kids about it because it's like, at this point, it's no point in like not bringing it up. So I know I had a conversation with Nia and I even showed her what it looked like and asked her if she saw it. She's like, no mom, I haven't seen it. She's like, but even if I did, like I wouldn't watch that. That's creepy. You know? Yeah. It looks scary. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't fuck with it. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what kid would actually watch it and actually do that shit. But that's a whole nother subject. I'm not yeah. trying to judge people's kids, but shit kind of weird was this a person of color yeah wow so but it's important that we talk to our kids about stuff like that because and it could be anything not even just this but just even like because some of those videos are technically not even quote-unquote inappropriate but they just doing shit that you probably don't want your kids to see right you know um it's important to have conversations with our kids about what they're watching right so i i did a um i did a little a little uh history on uh this this momo situation the momo situation All right. yeah so momo is a uh it's called a boob a boob demon a boob demon it, yeah a boob demon uh it was made by a japanese artist named nana cool oh so is this some it's a female, asian shit or it's yeah japanese uh okay it's so Momo is it's a half freakish looking woman, half chicken. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's crazy. The yeah. body, the body is a, a big ass chicken, a bald chicken, and it it has it has the breast, the legs, and then it has the head, stringy black hair, mouth wide like a like a beak or whatnot. Um, and it's it started off from this app called WhatsApp. Uh, every everybody, I'm pretty sure knows yeah. what WhatsApp is. Yeah. You know, uh. So it started off as uh, the picture on there, and it would it would reply to people in Spanish. I'm, ain't that right, Mike? It was in Spanish. Yeah, it, it was Spanish, and uh, it but it, it was weird because it had Japanese numbers, but the replies were Spanish, and it also would, would send like graphic pictures and videos, which was uh uh videos of like people dead, you know, or getting shot, getting blown up um what the fuck dude who yeah, does that yeah i don't know too much time on people's hands but uh yeah and to now nowadays now this is what this is why uh well why i'm pissed because it's affecting little kids like little kids like and, and I, I was talking to somebody recently about the suicide rate that's going on with kids like every, damn near every other day you see a child committing suicide yeah, this this suicide shit is running way more prevalent than it should be. It's, it's, like, 
how do a kid know? Like, no kid should know slitting their wrist. But that's the thing. When you got shit like this popping up, um, where they're doing it, you know. That that shit is nuts. Slitting their wrist, hanging themselves. You know, it's real unfortunate. I know the in in modern times, you know, a lot of times uh, parents are giving their kids these phones, you know, just to keep them occupied. And, you know, and. You know they ain't they target is the kids and they putting them, they splicing them in these videos, you know the the Peppa Pig videos the, um you know all the little all the little cartoons and this is and I guess they know that this is what's babysitting kids these days. I mean in I wouldn't sense. even go that far to say that because honestly Nia is one of those kids who never was really like engaged in phones or anything like that. Um. Even the tablet, I bought her a tablet. She never really got into that. She's nine now. She just now asked me for a phone recently, which I finally bought her a phone for her birthday. And she's been pretty responsible with it. And so now she does watch her little videos and stuff like that. But I don't know if I'll go as far as to say that people are babysitting with it. It's a lot It's a lot of pressure on parents to allow their kids to watch YouTube and stuff like that. Because the problem is, is like, even when you have like, say one of their friends who may be one of those people you're talking about and they know that their friend has a phone or they're able to watch this stuff. They talk to their friends at school. So naturally they're going to want to go look for certain things, you know? Right. So I don't think it's only just the kids who fall in that category you're talking about. I think it's actually just kids in general now. Cause I mean, even when we were kids, like if somebody was talking about a cool show or some shit, we'd want to like go, watch the show or whatever yeah, so the only difference is now it's youtube you know people kids don't really watch tv like that no more they're watching shit on youtube or whatever yeah, that's the new that's the new phenom kids are watching youtube enjoying other kids play with toys you know what i'm saying so like and and it's crazy just kids are i put it like this it, it's it's similar to how uh grown people watch reality tv shows mm-hmm. like that's like reality tv for kids they watch other kids playing with toys and right. talk about toys like that's their reality TV. right so you know the the these little demonic people who think it's funny to to try and get these kids to or scare these kids and trying to get to get them to commit suicide that's what they're targeting yeah you know what i'm saying because uh I don't know if I said it on the show before, but it was like this kid making $2 million a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the little boy Ryan or something. I, I heard about that. Yeah, he making $2 million a year. Just reviewing choice. And that's all, all them views is coming from other children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's, it's real unfortunate, man. Um, and, and it's crazy. I was talking to, uh, uh, young Dolomite today. Shout out to young Dolly. And I was like, it's mighty funny that these videos are still around on YouTube when, and, and it's linked to people killing themselves. When, if you post a video on YouTube with somebody else's music, they'll snatch it right off instantly. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But they, they'll leave this shit on that's killing kids. They taking off, uh, uh, copyrighted music mm-hmm. quick. And you know, they leaving this shit that's leading kids to suicide. Well, I think the problem when it comes to this is that it's being replicated quicker than it could be removed. So, like, with the situation you're talking about, somebody reports something copywritten or somebody catches wind to it, they pull it down. But with this shit, it's like people share shit. Like, even the, the one that I saw was from someone sharing it. So, it's like, by default, when you got so many people sharing some shit, 
or you got other people just wanting to get views so they'll you know put it on their page and then present as if it's theirs it's Mm -hmm. it's it's out there faster than then the platform can address it, basically, is what I'm saying. And unless someone actually reports that video, then it's just going to be out there. Uh, I'm, so so this is how it works. Look, so uh, so say, like, if we play a song, you know how we play the song in, in the halfway of the show, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'll get an email. As soon as the show is over, I'll get an email. As soon as the show is over saying, hey, we know you played this song. You know, it's not a, you, it would not be uh, from YouTube. It will not be uh, deleted off, but, you know, we give you a warning, blah, 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 blah. So they know instantly. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if, they, if they know the music instantly, they should have something to where they can pick up this this uh, Momo situation. You know? You would think. And 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 people are sitting here sharing it on social media like it's funny. Like the, internet, the internet is trash. It's, it's a trash, trash, nasty place because you have people that are sitting here making memes and shit with it. And it that shit not cool. Like this shit is is causing kids to to harm themselves and, and even kill themselves. I agree. You feel me? Like that that shit is nowhere near cool, man. I agree. You know, I want to talk about something else. <clears throat> this wasn't initially on the agenda, but I'm literally looking at um because you know I got this little sneaker head addiction going on right now. So I'm literally looking at some fucking shoes which are fire, by the way. Mm-hmm. But they're oh, that- fucking. They have a nice day one? Yeah. Yeah. But these are boy shoes, and they're not boy shoes. Easter colors. They're based around Easter colors. I don't give a damn how you try to put this. These are not boy shoes. Okay, so these, first of all, let me go back. So these are the men's version. This is the men's version, which typically the men and the boys are the same shoe, but just a smaller version. Right. So this is the men's version, which is not a man's shoe either. Okay. Mind you, they don't even have these in women, okay? Um, that's the, the men's. Now, this is the boys. It's a lot more pink in the middle of that, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? You think they're trying to condition the, the boys at an early age? Because why is there so much pink on <laughs> this one than there is on the adult one? And aside from that, you saw the Air Max I had on last week, right? Yeah fire right not to toot my own horn but they were pretty dope right yeah those were men's shoes they don't even sell them in women's sizes so like asia for example she wanted to get them so we could twin they didn't even have them in women so she couldn't get them because she wears like a size basically like a size seven which would be like the boys grade school they didn't have them in the grade schools um point being is what's up with these androgynous ass shoes why why they don't make women's shoes for women no more, but they make all these women's shoes for men? I don't get it. Because the, the alphabet crew, the alphabet people, they want equality. They don't want separation. They don't want separation. So now. But you, it's separation from women because now y'all are discriminating against women because we can't even get the fucking shoes. Nah, like, they said, they said what it the ain't fuck no, is this? They said it ain't no gender. It clearly is a gender because it says men's boys. Damn, hey. They don't even make these for women. Don't shoot the messenger, B. They don't even make these for women, but yet they're anyway. But look, that's like those. I've seen some phone posits that were literally like fuchsia, and they were a men's shoe. They didn't have them for women. I got some pink phones. 
Which ones? The 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 dust ones? The the rose the, ones? No, the OG pink ones. The first the, 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 the hot pink ones. The first pink ones. The hot pink. I don't know if it's hot pink. You, you know what color pink they are. Hey Mike. Why you, are you looking at Mike? Mike, can you can you look up pink phone posit? Hey Nick, you remember the color them pink joints? The actual name of them? Yeah. Yeah, the hot pink. Hot pink. It's not hot pink. You don't want to say hot pink, but they're hot pink. It's not hot pink. Where yeah. they at? They, I don't, they somewhere in my closet. Or they, they might be in my trunk. I, I know which ones you're talking about. It's the first because the first I was literally one. looking at phone posits the other day. I have the little rose gold ones, which are like the little dust gold ones. Yeah, and the ones you're talking about. Yeah, they're hot pink, bro. Let okay. me. I'm just gonna type okay, in hot pink, pink so, phone so, posits. So this is what happened happens. in the early 2000s. A, a rapper took it upon himself to say, you know what? I'm going to start wearing pink and all you motherfuckers ain't going to say shit you about You got it. these, right? Yes. Those are hot pink. Yes, I got those. Yes. Wow. And those are those are worth a whole bunch. So I might say. No, out. they are. That's how I found out. <clears throat> um, so, anyway. so Cameron took it upon himself to, to wear this pink. He had the pink, uh, the pink fur coat, the pink uh, Range Rover, uh-huh. the pink clothes. And I guess, you know, he, he made it to be like, yo. You know, niggas can wear pink too, I guess. And from there on, it just went down to now they're making Easter colors for men to wear. You know, so I mean, niggas, niggas been wearing Easter colors when it came to Easter Sundays when they going to church. I mean, come on. I, and look, that's like the only day that niggas go to church. But this is my thing. I don't even have a problem with men wanting to buy these shoes. Paralyzed, pearlized pink that's the name of it good looking out be fan pearlized and that pink. may be the name of it yeah. but let's be honest here they're hot pink shoes my nigga i mean i'm not trying to make anybody feel any sort of way they say polarized pink but they're fucking hot pink shoes but neither here nor there Let, we're, we're gonna move on from the phones but my point is is that um i'm trying to figure out why Women can't get women's shoes. Women can't get women's shoes. But men can get women's shoes. That, that, um, they don't even make these for women. I would love to. Ha- I'm sure some of my homegirls would love to have these, but they have to order boys' grade school shoes in order to get these. They can't just order them in women's. That's wild to me, but hey, this war. is America. Um, so anyway. Now, I mean, so so what do you think? You think they're trying to. Turn, they trying to turn I people out. It, I think it's conditioning. I absolutely think this is a form of conditioning. But I you, do. Don't don't I've you believe? I've been noticing this shit a lot more lately. A, a lot. Don't you believe in uh, equality? Ain't you one of the ones? One of the ones that what? That believe in equality. Like there's no, you know, you can't wear something that look too feminine. Like if that's what you wear, you wear. I never said that. Ah. I just want people to be treated equally. I never said anything about not wearing anything too ah. feminine. I'm one of the ones that think that. My man's uh, jeans shouldn't be tighter than mine. I don't want to see a nigga's ass, period. Um, you know, I, I think it's ridiculous if I could see if your pants are under your ass with boxer briefs and your booty is bigger than mine. Um, I have a problem with it. I have a problem with niggas who have more slits in their jeans than I do. Um, Nigga, you should be ashamed of yourself if you own a pair of jeans that say skinny fit on the actual back of the jeans. Oh, hold on. She going um, ham. She nigga, going in. I, I think that. <laughs> Tell them why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad. Keep you going know? in. Keep going. 
nigga, if if you got some fucking uh, pastel colored shoes, my nigga, and Wait. I can't get them because they're not in my size. Mm. You the reason why I can't order them, nigga, because you keep ordering up all the shoes Wait. that they should be. Okay, so what size? size. What size you wearing, men? <sighs> or what size you wearing, women? I wear like a ten and a half in women. So that means you wear a size seven in men. No, it's like a nine. No. Yeah. You what? What size you wearing, women? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. So it's that's like a, one that's and, eight a half. and a half. Eight and a half. They it's they say they used to say two sizes smaller back in the day, but I think now it's like one and a half. So usually I get like a nine in men. Oh yeah, well you can buy them shoes in your size. I can, but my point is, is these niggas have bought them all up. Oh yeah, that's so because, it's, that's it's rare that I could find them because nine is a common well, size among men okay. and women, so it's hard to get these. I feel like they should just have women's shoes. They should have men's shoes. They should have boys' okay. shoes and girls' shoes. Now, let me put you up on game real quick with okay. this shoe situation. All right, shoe community. That shoe is a uh, a hot shoe. Which would have high uh, resale value. What, the have a nice day? They have a nice days. yes. They will have high resale values. That's why they get brought up, whether it's men or women. They buy them and sell them for way higher than what they what they cost. So they cost, what, 160 170 170 yeah. yeah. So they'll end up selling them for like 350 Easy. Maybe 400 Because uh, it was a pair of Air Maxes came out with uh, a few different colors on there that I wanted. And they sell them for like 600 <laughs> But, uh, yeah, neither here or there. Well, in line with this conversation, I mean, we're going to jump around from the order that we had here. But I know you don't like Derek Jackson. <laughs> don't choke. But Derek Jackson, I don't even know who it was who was at the Oscars, a dude at the Oscars with, like, a, a gown on, a black guy. Half tuxedo, half gown. But, you know, yeah. it had a train. Who Do you know who it was? It don't matter. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so this guy had this gown on and, um, basically, you know, Derek Jackson, people were saying that this is toxic masculinity or something along those lines where they were saying like, uh, they feel like, um, him wearing that is kind of like, uh, you know, basically feminizing, um, men and all that. Um, and it's toxic masculinity because it's not a reflection of what masculinity is. And so Derek was kind of countering that by saying, well, if y'all really want to talk about what toxic masculinity looks like, let's talk about the niggas who don't, you know, take care of their women the way that they should. Like, that's a form of toxic masculinity because real men know that they should treat their women in a certain kind of way or like men who don't take care of their kids because real men should be, uh, you know, a part of his family. And, <laughs> you know, he just talked about different situations uh, he even talked about niggas that owe child support and, yeah. you know, uh, all kind of shit. Let me let me talk about Derek Jackson for a second. Derek Jackson is a house nigga. Ooh. Understand that. Derek He's Jackson, a car nigga, isn't he? Because I've never even seen him in a house. Derek Jackson is a house nigga who shit on <laughs> other black males every chance he gets. He's get. a car nigga, ain't he? He's an over-buff, steroid Why black nigga. Why he gotta be over-buff? I like his size. And, and okay, hold on. Right. And he talk all this shit about black people and treating women right but he go homes to he keep talking about black queens but he go homes to a, a white a white wife or girlfriend he got a white girl yeah oh man you know uh and there's nothing and there's nothing wrong yes everybody here yes he is a lame yes men and women are calling this nigga lame now mm. he get i don't know how you spend a nigga in a half tux half gown 
And then you decide to talk about niggas and they child support and how they treat women. Well, no, he was just saying like the people, the same people who will say that this is toxic masculinity are sometimes the people that fall into these other categories. But we're not keeping that same men, energy. Men don't to talk about them. toxic masculinity. That's women always say that shit. Men mm. don't talk about that shit. Okay. That's what I'm saying. In any chance Derek Jackson get, he will talk shit about niggas. Period. Mm. Any chance he get. That niggas, that niggas a for sure sucker. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate. Like, so he, he's capitalizing on male bashing, essentially. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he used that to his advantage to, 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 to keep his, his female uh, fan base going. Because mm. let me tell you something, black women that listen to Derek Jackson, he don't want you. He I don't mean, want you. He wants a white woman. Understand that when you sit here and go to bat for this nigga. Mm. He don't want no black queens. Mm. So are you are you are you black beautiful queens that's listening that go to bat for this nigga? Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck about you. He don't give a fuck about nah nah. He nah, just nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> D Love, you already know that. He just he don't give a fuck about you. He just wants you your views okay, so he can fine. get paid. That's what he using. He look. He's uh, shitting on black men to get black women view so he can get paid and get that money to his white wife wow take that how you want it and i'm not and i've never been the type of person to say oh he he or she got a white uh wife or whatever case i never i don't have a problem with interracial relationships excuse me but when i see all these black women sitting there baffling that's right you tell these niggas you tell these niggas nah nah uh nah sis you trying hard not to nah, say bitch, huh? Nah, sis. I feel like you no, no, trying I'm, real I'm, hard I'm not ta- to say bitch. I'm talking how 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 the how the how the black queens talk. You the nah, sis. Uh, uh-uh, uh, sis. Nah, he don't want you, sis. He don't want you, sis. He don't mm. want he don't want ebony, sis. He want that ivory, sis. Understand that. Well, understand that. Look, I mean, I hear you, but I was just curious about what that was all about. Um, bro, like, 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 uh, I, I didn't see who who posted it, but somebody said, "No, that's not toxic masculinity. It's just a gay man in a gay outfit." Period. Oh, why gotta be a gay outfit? A nigga wearing a dress is not a gay outfit. But you said it wasn't a dress. You said it was a half tux, half dress. You didn't say that the first. I did. Time. I said, said no. I said half tux, half gown. That's what mm-hmm. I said. So a dress, gown, a uh, sundress, tennis dress, whatever the hell it's. It's a skirt, whatever the hell you want to call it. That mm. is gay for a man to wear a, a dress. Do you think it's gay for a nigga to have his ass, his pants under his ass? The niggas that super that super sag these these skinny jeans, yes, that's trash. That's trash. Gay? I, don't, I won't say gay, but it's trash. Why isn't it gay? Uh, because typically, if a man has his pants down. Isn't that mean he like about to either fuck or piss? If his pants, if his ass is out, no niggas been sagging. Shit, no is, niggas have never sagged it, this low. Hold on, first of niggas all, niggas have never sagged this hold on, low. Wait, wait, but it's 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 these these fucking bull daggers out here. They sag like that too. Do We're that, not talking and, about them. And we know they don't want to get smashed. Listen, they don't. They but don't. They're, want- but they're trying to be like men, and that's the point. If this is what they think men do. Ah. I'm talking about why are men doing this? 
I mean, I hear where you're going with this, but let's stay on track here. No, I'm, 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 on I'm track. trying to figure out why these men are wearing their pants under their ass and they don't think that's gay. So, so when, but they think that, I mean, I, I, I don't even, so, 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 so you, what you're saying is sagging is gay. Put it this way. Back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Um, but, you know, but, you know, back in the day, <laughs> I'm being serious. This said, back in the day when I was a child, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. I do. Cause when I was a kid, niggas didn't wear their pants under their ass. Niggas will wear they shit just slow enough to where you could see, see they, like the waistline of the boxers because so they, it was cool to have a little Calvin Klein's or the little, you know, Tommy Hill figures or whatever, but, or the Ralph Lorenz or whatever. But these niggas right here though, they not even wearing boxers. That's them nineties baby. These niggas right. No, these are eighties babies, bro. These are, nah, these are our population. Nah. I'm being honest right here. Nah, these are eighties nah, nah. and nineties babies. No, it's niggas. 34 doing this shit okay um so anyway they don't have it at the waistline where you can see like the little label they have this shit i'm gonna stand up for a moment okay do what you gotta do so this is my waist right okay um this is my ass right the cup the cup they have it right here so my pants why you gotta pick your shit up like that sorry this is what i have too Yeah, that, yeah. If your and then their booty is bigger than mine. If your whole and then because they wearing the boxer briefs, you can see the crease of the ass. You can you can see like the where the imprint of where they booty be at. And then they have the nerve to have a belt around this shit. They have a belt around this shit. So why do you have the belt when it's already falling? It's like falling like Alicia Keys out here. I'm trying to figure it out. I, I need answers. Look, I'll put it like this. What is it? I, I, I'm not cut from that cloth. Is that toxic masculinity? I'm not cut from that cloth. I can't speak for tell niggas. Tell me what it is, though. I, I know speak, you know. I can't speak for niggas who asses out like that. But tell me what you think about them. I mean, obviously, females love it, so maybe who? that's why. Who? Oh, hold on, sis. Who? Sis. Sis. Who? Hold on, sis. Who? Sis, look, what's the phone number? Because somebody said they want to call in. Do we got the 213 issue up? <laughs> Hallelujah. The yeah. phone number is 213 618 8961. Yeah, tap in 213 618 8961. I mean, this wasn't even on the agenda, but in line with what we were talking about with the kicks and the gowns and such and the Derek Jacksons of the world, the car niggas. Yeah, it's a bunch of I just want to know what's up with, you know, with that situation. But, you know, I ain't gonna, you know. So, somebody said guys can show off their booty. Women, Who I, said that? Somebody. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. 
Plan benefits may vary. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. Uh, Where? George. George. <laughs> George said this? Okay, so. so, so no, no, no. Yes, George. Who said this? George. George. Can you call in? What's the number? 213? The number is 213. 618-8961. Because I want to know what he means when he says guys can show off their booty. Now, do do you do For you what? Because oh. women don't can't do nothing with y'all ass. No, whoa, 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 whoa! You, so, so who you, are you showing it off to? So there's not women who like niggas' asses. Is that what you're saying? I don't know any women who see men with they pants down like that and be thinking like, oh, he got ass. Not with the pants down, I just can, in general, like women. But that's what we talking about, though. But women like it's asses. It's different if I'm looking at my man's naked body before we're having sex and I'm just looking at his whole body and I'm just like, man, this nigga is just like, man, everything about him is perfect. His, his abs, his ass, or whatever. But I'm not talking about like women looking at a nigga who supposedly is fully clothed and he fucking has his pants under his ass with a belt on. I don't know any women in my generation that find that shit attractive at all. Your generation. And then they had a nerd to have a shirt on that's shorter than the belt. So the shirt is a skinny shirt, like a medium shirt. The shirt stops above the belt and the belt is below. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. You just just described 90s niggas, like 90s babies. That's confusing me. Like nigga, I'm confused. Early twenties, mid twenties, them are the niggas that's dressing like that. Do you? I don't know. Do you think it's weird for like two men to take a picture together with no shirt on? Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just asking for yeah, a like, friend. Two niggas shouldn't. Nah. What is niggas doing to take a take a picture with each other with their shirts off? <laughs> Nigga, it better be 475 degrees in the house. And then even if it is, who the fuck want to take a picture when it's that hot? Say like this, for example. Yeah, like, why are you there with a shirt on? (laughs) Can I give a description? Or no, no description? Okay. Okay. Look, she just showed me a picture where, (laughs) like, where these niggas is at? Like, (laughs) niggas shouldn't even be there with no shirt on. Wait. It's cold outside, nigga. Yo, that was nuts. Boy, where is your shirt? At? Now, I'm trying to think. Tank top. <laughs> now, niggas wear a tank top. Like, where can two dudes be at with their shirt off to want to take the a pool. picture? That's it. That's the only place two niggas should be at with yeah. their shirt off. Yeah, taking pictures at it, the pool or the beach. It better be 479,000 <laughs> gallons of water around if you're going to take a shirt. I mean, a picture with your shirt off. <sighs> Period. I'm stressed out. But, I, just, I just don't know anymore. Okay, so. <laughs> Back to the tease nopping, yeah, though. Yeah. So, let's see. What do we have? Oh, so since we on the subject, let's talk about Candace Wiggins. Oh, okay. We was going to talk about that after, but I feel like it falls in line with this situation. Mm-hmm. Because, for those that don't know, she is a WNBA player. 
Okay. Um, she said that she felt like her spirit was broken by the prevalence of homosexuality in the WNBA. In which she said it was 98% lesbian. 98% lesbian. Mm. And furthermore, she felt like she was even uh, partially harassed and discriminated against based on the fact that she wasn't a lesbian. And targeted. Uh, she was getting abused on the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard fouls, push up. But go ahead. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, when I first, and it, this is why headlines can be very deceptive. Because when she, when I first went like, oh, my spirit is broken because of, you know, the, the, lesbians in the WNBA it just came off like some homophobic shit but then when you actually read the article you can see that she's actually coming off as the victim here where she feels like you know it's cross discrimination um mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about that being ready well for those that's listening that's uh, live on Spreaker even if you're listening on uh, the other uh, platforms and those that's listening live on Facebook mm-hmm. if you listen to this show you know that I speak out against the LGBTQ plus uh, community because I feel like they are bullies. Okay. They are bullies when it comes to mm, just about everything. If something don't go their way, they'll, they'll push it. And the reason why this is nothing new. Like they basically trying to force her to be a lesbian or they, are they mistreating her? Isn't that, ain't that uh? What's the word? What's the word for that? That's, um, discrimination. Discrimination. That that's like uh, I, I won't say it's not. It's not. That's not racist. But we we get on other people. It's sexist in a way. I mean, so sexuality. Is that, is that reverse is, sexism? Um, reverse sexism. It's 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 discrimination based on sexuality. You know. So you you got you got a bunch of a bunch of bull daggers. Got this this beautiful young woman, um, you know she she basically quit the NBA if I'm not mistaken. Well, she said she would have played for another couple years, but she's like it, basically she's not enjoying it anymore because of the stuff that's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, <clears throat> I think to some extent, you know. And correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't know if it's because maybe in this platform, the lesbians feel like this is the area where they do dominate. So now they feel like this is a platform where they can maybe express some of their frustration with the discrimination that they've felt. And not to say that that's right at all, but I'm just saying like, I know like sometimes, for example, like black people have been discriminated against for so long. We still are discriminated against today. Yet, I find that a lot of black people will fuck with other races sometimes, like fucking with Latinos or fucking with Asians or whatever, even sometimes fucking with white people. Um, And it's almost like that, like, reverse racism type thing. So I feel like this is kind of something similar to that, where it's like, maybe they feel like, okay, we've been on the tail end of this shit for so long. Now it's like, fuck you guys. Now you see how it feels to have this shit happen to you. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Or maybe she's just an asshole and they're fucking with her for other reasons and she feels like it's because she's straight. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't really say without having more information. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't think it's cool for anybody to discriminate against anybody based on their sexuality, gender, race, or any of that. Like, let people be who they want to be. As long as they're not fucking with you, don't fuck with them. Now, this is where um, I know that, excuse me, uh, I, I I go hard a lot of times on situations dealing with the, the you know the alphabet people and oh wow and and it's on and it's only because it's only because a lot of times the people from the the lgbtq plus mm-hmm. community they're and, and i'm only talking and i'm only aiming this at black people the okay. black ones like they're they're gay and lesbian before they're black mm-hmm. now have you heard you heard that like no matter what they are, they they'll be gay or lesbian before then. I mean, we had this discussion a while ago right. when uh, Pickles was here about how that black lady says she's Christian before she's black. There's some people who, for whatever reason, will prioritize other labels over their blackness, which to me I think is ridiculous for anybody, whether it be their religion, their sexuality, or otherwise. Because the I mean, the only thing I could say maybe you prioritize over you being black is maybe your gender, just because it's like. The first thing you're going to see before you see anything is a person's color and their features. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you may label yourself as a woman. You may label yourself as a male. You may label yourself as black or white. But to say that your gayness uh, precedes your blackness is is a little uh, delusional. It's a little delusional. Well, my boy, my boy, Jern, my boy, Jern said, when you claim the community that accepts you before your race. That's what I was just about to say. Now, when it comes to that, I do agree because it's like on one hand, if you're one of those people who say uh, gay or lesbian and you feel like the black community has not accepted you, but your, you know, homosexual community has, then to that extent, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. but I was just having this conversation with one of the doctors at my job this week. Like one of the things that I think that those people have to understand is that other people may not feel the way you feel. It, I think it's okay for them to feel like that, but I, I think that they have to understand that other people are not going to view them the way they view themselves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like other people may see you as being black first and gay second, and you can't be mad at them for them seeing you that way. You know what I mean? Mm. So he he said also, her point on what you see first, <clears throat> we see that a nigga be gay before he speaks, even women too. I mean, I that hear I hear what he's saying, but like if we being honest about and and granted, everybody's brain is processing differently. Cause the, I know there's a lot of niggas who before they see a person black is like, oh, that nigga gay. Like, I get that. But I guess when it comes to that, then yes, it may depend upon who you know, perception at that point. But I think overall, and again, we were talking to Pickles about this when we were talking about like people in other countries seeing blackness versus where they came from and all that. Like, I think people first identify someone's color. Like, oh, that's black. Then they see the gender. Like, oh, that's black. That's male. And then after that, maybe the sexuality, gay. You know, now maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some niggas just off the top, oh, that's gay. Like, before they even look at the fact that he's black or male or whatever. But the way my brain works, like, I think that first I see black. Like, perfect example. 
let's say you got jesse mm-hmm. and they ask you what was the description with the first thing you say is the nigga was gay no you probably be like it was a black male mm-hmm. you know assuming it was black or a white male you're not gonna be like oh i think he was gay um <laughs> about five seven five eight yeah. you know I, so that's basically what i'm saying is that um people got to be realistic about the fact that people are looking at your 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 race your color your your phenotypes if you will if you want to call in the number is 213-618-8961 yeah 213-618-8961 and correct me if i'm wrong you know i mean i would love to hear you guys' uh counter arguments to this um i mean i just feel like this when when it comes to that like they they fight a different war than black people are fighting even the the black lgbtq uh members of that community like when it comes to so journalist mte can you call in it's two one three you can type the number in there okay let me type it in for him because i mean he seems passionate about this subject i would love if he could call in two one three six one eight eight nine six one now um, now yeah but i mean you know when when it go when she go down with their community they out there they marching uh, I get it. And I know. mean, look, I feel like they should. I, I'm not, I don't yeah. agree with what Ben Reddy says. I think they should. All right. All right. Here we go. Seriously, not another podcast. Who we got? What's going on, man? Can, uh, if possible, can you turn your back no, your background noise down? <laughs> yeah, we got, we got, we got a couple Whoever this other person is calling, give us one second, then we'll tell you to call. No, 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 you stay on. What's your name, baby? Journalist. Okay, so tell us what you felt about this topic. One-sided thing going on, I'm saying, because it's like, yo, like, black people are fucking, we're so blinded. Like, we don't accept gay people in our community. So, like, I ain't like, no. The nigga's gay first. Black, of course, the nigga's a seven. And then, like, her point, he's first. Yeah, we see, like how she said, we see niggas all the time. It's like, yo, that nigga's gay. Oh, we know she eat pussy. Like, we see a lot more than we're saying, and we're just not being respectful of it. It's like, yo, chill the fuck out. Her shit is like, mm, it, it's, it's more nuanced than just the, the broad brush they're painting with. So I'm just trying to put, put in the, the minor points. Oh, get back up, bro. Okay, I, I totally feel where you're coming from. Um, But I just want to ask you a counter question to that so i don't know if you heard the discussion we were having right before you called but we were talking about like say you you're trying to describe someone like say somebody's like oh who's journalist like now granted i'm not asking your sexuality but i'm just saying like let's say or i'll use me for example who's ac they're they're not gonna say oh she's a straight woman uh five seven whatever like they're gonna be like oh she she's black light skin kind of five seven whatever so that's what i meant when i said uh the order as far as like who you are but i totally get what you're saying about who you feel accepted by like uh like who were that gay niggas that was on uh love and hip-hop like a year or two ago that kind of got big like, we describe him to pick that person out of the group of gay men as that one gay nigga from Love and Hip Hop. He gets described as his sexuality before even being described as a person. Hmm. Okay. To, 
So his sexuality is foremost before his race in that particular person's example. Like, I'm watching the NBA right now. When the niggas that, uh, came out that was gay, it was like, oh, yeah, the gay basketball player that actually has a ring has finally come out and he's actively playing. Mm. And this is his name. Not, oh, his name is X, Y, and Z. I can't remember my nigga's name. I just like, oh, my nigga play actively and you say he like dicks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, no, I appreciate this. I, I fuck with this caller. Like, the, I, you know what? That's That's true. I think I'm probably underestimating how frequently we do that because I, I think from like a sociological perspective, so I don't think of people's sexuality first. I, I look at them by race first, but I think it just depends on, huh? Like I was having a conversation with the homie earlier. Cause he's like, he like cat who doesn't, he doesn't do the race thing, but because of where he lives, he's afforded the ability to be like, well, how do you treat me on Monday? You treat me like a good person. You're a good person. I don't care what color you are, but the world we live and move in, it's not that world. So mm-hmm. you have to, you still have to be open to the other purview that you don't have to live in your particular world. Because as, as you say, like, hey, how's that person treating me? Who is this person first? Oh, they like to suck dicks. They like to eat pussy, whatever the fuck you like to do. That's what you like to do. But I've met you as a person first. And then it turned into X, Y, and Z. That's why it's like the world we live in, we describe people as their sexual orientation is like a Neil Patrick Harris. That's the gay nigga from How I Met Your Mother who plays a straight nigga. Not the, oh, the good actor on Doogie Howser. But you, you don't think that they would say, like, oh, that white boy, you know, the one that's gay. Like, you think they'll say first the gay, the gay nigga from such and such. Yeah, like, look at Eddie Izzard. I he feel like people I address people by race first, but I hear what it, you're it, saying. It, does. It, it, it depends on your prominence in the collective... Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? (laughs) Because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, GEICO could save you 15% or more. You will say whatever the zeitgeist is at the moment. If you are famous like the gay nigga from Love and Hip Hop, he is more popular than himself or the show currently. Because we don't have a gay person that's a black male that we talk about. Mm-hmm. So now he's the gay nigga so we can describe him. And then we learn about this person. It okay. depends on how famous you are. Like the... Uh, the, the swimmer from the 80s who came out who couldn't swim no, swim no more because he had AIDS. It was, oh, he lost his name. It was the gay nigga who got AIDS who could swim, and then he got his name back years later. But he lost his name, and he was described as such. But beforehand, when he was a 
heterosexual niggas. It was like, oh yeah, that nigga that can swim real good. Oh, he like niggas? <laughs> oh, the gay nigga who can swim real good. That's who he is. Oh, he's the gay nigga with AIDS who can swim real good. Wow. That's deep. Hey, hey Jern, do, do you, do you, uh, how you feel about when, you know, there's something going on with their community and they out there marching real tough and protesting versus when it, when something happened to the black community, you don't see them out there doing the same. Uh, for me, it's like, you got to think like, I I don't like the, I don't like anybody jumping on the old, oh, the civil rights men wagon. So that whole, Oh, Mexican civil rights, all that bullshit. Nah, that's, that's niggas first. Like, we did civil rights first. Y'all riding coattails to get extra fringe benefits because we came up with a really good fucking marketable name. Civil rights is really good. Mm-hmm. So you want to steal that. This is why I was saying you guys got caught up in the minutia of the shit that I would say white civil rights activists and white feminists do is they find an issue that they believe in and then they subvert it and turn it to whatever the fuck they want. So the gay issue is an everybody issue but we're only hearing about what a white nigga feels about it, what a white female feels about it, not what like gay niggas do, because we rarely hear about how in the trans or the gay community suicide rates are super high. Unless mm-hmm. it's a black person, I knew this. You don't see some white person being like, "Hey, I'm gonna spend my 30 minutes on stage only talking about white or black issues of what's going on," because they're actually the more uh, downtrodden ones of our community. But no, I'm gonna talk about. A uh, little gay Tyler who couldn't fucking play football because he likes boys and his coach said that his fucking team made him feel uncomfortable. Mm. Like, that's that book. It's like, uh, like with the fucking, what's that shit? Uh, the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Even though all girls look like KRS one sister, <laughs> I only found out six months ago. This movement is two years old and it was started by black women. But who's running it? Who's the face? White women, Rose McGowan, all type of other white women that aren't this one black lady who was like, yeah, I started this for everybody, but white feminists hopped on, took her shit. That's shit. We just found out about this lady. Yeah, you're right. And we only found out about her because of the R. Kelly shit. Other than that, we wouldn't have even known. All right. I I am so glad you called. I mean, your perspective was so necessary. Um, Please continue to tune into our show and call in on other topics in the future. Hey, um, you, you, no, I don't fuck with him like that. I just seen this shit on Facebook. I was just about to say, give, give, give a plug for your, your music, man, but fuck that. All right, right. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Go, go ahead and give him a plug for the music, man. All right, man. Y'all can find me anywhere on any website. Journalist. Uh, just type that in like a newspaper writer without the O. I'll pop right up. I'll be the first motherfucker at the top. We already did 50,000 on the last album. About to drop another album. We got a gang of shit coming. It's, it's new music every day, new music every week. I got a song coming out next week. We got that. I've been doing this for 30 weeks straight. Yeah, just find the music and tune in. Okay. All right, for sure. Thank you so much for calling in. You got a thousand of them left in you, skinny. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's, it's that little ticket shit. Niggas, uh, niggas, don't, niggas don't know. It's uh, okay. All right, my nigga, in a minute. Appreciate your call. So, look. Yeah. Before we get into this break, I want to bring this topic up because it's going to, the order matters. Um, It's going to be relevant as to why I'm bringing it up before break. So, I want to talk about niggas that hop on bandwagons. Oh, shit, we got another caller. We got another caller. Okay, take it. Seriously, not another podcast. Who we got? It's your boy TB, man. What's up, man? What's happening with it, dog? What's happening, sir? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good in yourself. Uh, pretty good, pretty blessed. I was listening to y'all sharing it, and uh, 
Uh, my perspective on it, I just think the uh, I don't even know how to say it. The LGBTV, whatever. They Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> he not tapped and screwed like that. that thing. Not not to be like that, but I just think they get they get too much recognition and they get too much power. I think Obama made them get mm. too many choices. They like first now. Look, mm. okay. The LGBT community said this: you can't park your car at Walmart. You can't go buy this. They gonna have number one choice on everything. Wait, what? And, they're going to have the number one choice at everything. Everything they say going to be number one number Do one you headlines. really believe in your heart of hearts that gay people would have priority over everyone? I'm, I'm seeing in the future it's going to be like that. Really? That's what it's starting to look like. Everything they, they lash out against, look at how it's going to news. So why look do y'all at, keep buying these fucking pink and, and lavender shoes? I, I don't wear none of that shit. <laughs> Trust me, I don't wear none of that shit. I dress regular. I don't even wear... Shit, they wear make they make everything tight now. But I don't wear the skinny skinny shit. Do you, you know, keep your up. pants at the waistline or under Not your ass? Not at all. I can put my shit up back with it. If I'm drunk, okay. it might sag down because I'm a skinny nigga. But okay, I I'm okay. not with none of that, and so I never agreed with that. And you was right about that. That shit looked trash, like my boy said. I don't even like when my little brother do that. Like, man, what is you doing, man? Them shit, no girl like that. What little girl like this stuff, man? This is y'all clothes tighter than theirs. So. Yeah. You know, I agree with y'all on that, so. Well, thank you yes. for calling. Oh, no problem. That's my boy since high school, man. Yes, so sir. Support him, man. I, he, he supported us, man, way back in the day, and i never forget that, so. N-E-T, N-E-T. Yeah, you already know it, whoever does. So. <laughs> uh, dang, that's my boy. So anything I can do, man, let me know, and I appreciate y'all you know, taking my call. For uh, sure. Thank you so much for calling. All right, TV, appreciate the call. All yes, day, sir. Bro. Hey. Um, <clears throat> to the people that are watching on Facebook that want to hear the cause, our, our, the way our, our bank account is set up, um, the, we, bank <laughs> the way my bank account is set up, we, we don't have a cause on Facebook because it's actually playing through some high tech shit through the computer. So if y'all want to hear the cause, y'all going to have to log in live on Spreaker. If y'all need the link, I'll, I'll post it in there right now. Been ready about to put the link in so y'all could be watching him and y'all could, you know. I don't know if we're going to get other calls during the show. I'm pretty sure we will. So if you want to hear the calls, that's the way to do it. So <clears throat> before we, uh, and then that's the thing too. If y'all want to hear the song that we're going to play on break, y'all going to have to uh, get on Spreaker. So I want to talk about uh, bandwagons because I saw that Solange dropped an album um this is going to be an album review slash rant uh i saw solange dropped an album this week and mind you i'm not i wouldn't label myself as a solange fan per se but i know she got a couple hitters and i fuck with her you know accordingly or whatever but you know because i seen ben ready have posted a song of hers on facebook and then I was doing some research for some of our other topics or whatever. And I literally saw an article where it said some shit like, um, Solange's album is a whole fucking mood. Like, you know, like, it, I mean, they spoke very highly. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me listen to this shit or whatever. So I'm listening to the shit. Mind you, I got beat in the car. So the situation was perfect for the shit to be perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel myself feeling like how I feel when, you trying to like a nigga because you know he a good dude, but it's just not happening for you. And it's like you trying real hard. Like you you want to like this nigga so bad because you like, man, this nigga got his shit together. Like, you know, he like the dude that I always said I wanted. And you want to like him so bad, but it's just, 
No, I don't feel it. Who is this calling? <laughs> Who is it? That's that's a uh, journalist again. I guess he, you he, can take his call. All right, so speak, speak, speak your piece, man. My nigga, come on now. What happened, man? What's the deal? Nobody's fucking with some lines like that, my nigga. The bitch got money, my nigga. Wait, knock wait, wait. The, <laughs> knock it the fuck off. The bitch got money, a super uber famous big sister. Her brother-in-law is fucking uber fucking famous. She beat that gangster supposed up. So she beat a gangster up in the elevator on camera. She got that That's type of and is making pro-Afrocentric music in a time where it's being accepted. She okay. passed her crime with a baby. And yes, we accept women with babies now when we used to not. But she's past her prime. I don't see no 18-year-old nigga talking about you. I'm trying to fuck out so much. Until she get that, she's nobody. I got fucking 12-year-old women talking about yo. Beyonce, though? Beyonce? I just got three kids. Have you heard this new married. album, though, journalist? Have you heard I'm the new album? I'm not going off of the music. I'm not going off of the music. I know she makes good music. I've only heard one single off of here. But I mean, how, what else do we judge a them? musician on besides their music? I don't know her as a person. You don't live in that era. What type of, what, what, girl, have you been asleep? We do not live in that world no more. But, but like, I'm, that is not the I'm world talking we live about in. her there music. Huh? Yes, me too. That's, they, no, that's not the world we live in, especially currently. You are selling records because you are popular. Once you are popular, can you make good content? To then sell good records. But I that guess that's my whole point, though, journalists. I feel it. like, to some extent, her popularity is why people. That's my whole point. It's the bandwagon effect. People well, are are anybody. saying that her shit is bomb because of who she is and what she represents. And this shit, it don't make no sense to me. Like, like even the one song that I do like on there, I honestly don't even know what the shit is about. It just got a little vibe to it. I don't know what the fuck it's about, though. Hey, look. Hey, Anybody though? How hey, wait, look, check it out. Tupac? They can't even name two songs, but they're like, "Yo, hell, Mary, that's my shit." Hey, hey, the homie, the homie, white Mike says Solange's biggest hit was upside Jay Z's head. <laughs> Yo, and that that's completely true. But <laughs> she is only popular from antics and making that don't touch my hair shit during a time where it's like, yeah, bitch, don't touch my hair. Like that's okay, and we have enough good moon white people to be like, yeah, that's actually not okay to touch black people's hair. So we yeah. are there in the collective consciousness of the world. But her popularity, that's with anybody. It's like, I have to explain to people that I work with a lot, like my nigga, like, you don't get to decide, one, what the fuck you're going to end up as because nobody, like Drake said he wanted to become a pop star, mm-hmm. he got turned into a goddamn pop star because you get to a certain point where you become so popular that people decide what you want to be. So it doesn't matter how gangster you are. I mean, I know you clear too many motherfucking checks. You were out of the country too often and you have a viable passport. You cannot be this felony we're talking about being on a record. So you are now a pop star. That's just using an extreme example. With Solange, she has the fringe benefits of two of the world's most famous people saying, oh yeah, we fuck with her. Matter of fact, all that crazy shit she did, we're okay with that as well. Matter of fact, here's her music. They completely support her. With that type of backing, she can't lose if she makes okay music. But she's making music with content during a time where that content is being, it's kind of starting to, I don't want to call it saturation because we don't have it, but that's the best word I can think of right now because we don't have a lot of pro-black music. But it's just, it's the beginning of the saturation of pro-black music, and she's one of them. I'm not discounting her artist. Well, let me put it this way. She <clears throat> I want you, can I, can I say something real quick? I, I think you are, like, super dope. 
can you do me a favor? Can you listen to her album and then can we arrange for you to come on the show one day? I don't mind. I'm because because I, I would love to I have do. you here because I can tell that you got some dope perspectives or whatever. But for the sake of time, we got to cut the call and I don't want to cut you, you off. But I, I want you to listen like to her album, though. though. Huh? Why are you acting like you already know me? You should show her a picture. Say I, she knows that she's talking to somebody she knows. Is she? What, have y'all met before? No, I never, I never met him. You may have. She wasn't around during the studio? You? She may have been there before one night. With, with, uh, she probably came over there with Diamond, but... Yeah, well, well we, I don't, I don't like, remember I feel you. Like I know this person already. Well, everybody <laughs> feels like they know me. Oh God! I mean, all right, well, <laughs> but we gonna we gonna line something up though, journalists, for real, for real. But listen to her album. We can do, we can do that. It's all. It's, it's not gonna be. It's it's still it's gonna be the same thing though. It's not gonna affect nothing. She's gonna inspire some little girl, yes, that might turn into something. But Solange is not gonna be like, oh my God, like she might even get a Grammy for this shit. Oh, hell no. No. I need you to listen to the album. Who's dropping the album? Uh, I'm not saying that. Look, listen to this song we're about to play during the break. She's not. uh, Beyonce Beyonce dropping this year. She ain't about to get an album. I know Grammy. Hell nah. She might. If Beyonce drops an album, she gets no Grammy. If Lady Gaga drops an album, she gets no Grammy. But if Rihanna drops an album, she's still in contention for that Grammy because what? They're trying to be like, yeah, we love niggas. We've got to give it to this one over this one. She has enough Grammys. Let's give it to the pro-black little sister of the person who snubbed us these past two years that we really want back so we can get more white people to fuck with this. Mm. Yeah, no. All right, we, well, we, journalists, we, we appreciate the phone call, man. <laughs> Hopefully you uh, you keep staying live, man. Get in the, bo- in the message board. Yes, yeah, I'm going to stay with y'all. I'm okay. going to stay. All right, so what we going to do right here, um, Aviva... <clears throat> I, I don't know if you can are gonna be able to hear the cause and um the song. You know who that is? No, I don't. That, that's uh that's Lady A. Oh, what's that in girl? Look, we got history, girl. We got history, girl. But uh, look at <laughs> the face this nigga made. But uh, so Lady A, get in Spreaker because I want you to hear this song so you can chime in after you can call in or whatever. Um, long story short, I want y'all to hear this song. Now, I listened to the whole album on my way here, and there were two songs that I liked. And out of all of them, I say maybe this one was the one I probably, like, vibed with the most. I I can't see the credits because, you know, they don't come out with albums no more, you know, um, where you could actually look. But I want to go on record to say that I think this might be Timbaland that produced this because I think I feel some Timbaland vibes here. Can you pull up the song Stay Flow? S-T-A-Y-F-L-O. She said, oh, you don't know. Baby, I didn't know it was you, girl. I did not know it was you. I just saw your name. I did not know, but I know now, girl, what's happening. You're going to have to come pull up one day, too. So, Ben Ready is looking up the song. You got it ready? Wait, wait, pause. Oh. It just start. Oh, shit, I thought we, you. We got to let them know that we going on break. Oh, you playing it for the break. I thought this you were playing it for the is, listeners. This is for the break. So oh. this is for the listeners because the listeners listen while we on break, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Come on, Mark. What the fuck did you give to us in this cup? All right. So we going on break. We about to play uh, Stay Flow off of Solange's new album. And then when we come back, I want to hear what y'all think about it. All right. Here we go.
Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24/7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. some of the comments here <laughs> i'm gonna start with uh my nigga white mike's comment <laughs> he said he said ain't never heard anyone say hey throw that new salon on that shit fire Yo, throw that new salon on b <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then on the on a live video <laughs> they journalist said that's a launch boo-boo then he said that shit garbage what vibe is this turn it off vibe <laughs> i don't know i um I don't know, like, I mean, look, I don't know about Solange, y'all, but anyway, that's her shit, so if you want to vibe with Solange, there you have it. So let's get into another Tiz Not <clears throat> I think I want to jump on that uh, Jordan Sparks uh, issue real quick. No oh, shit. I said Jordan Sparks. It's Jordan Woods, ain't it? <laughs> Wrong Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. They both light-skinned thickies. I don't know. Same bitch. Is she thick? I've never seen her before. Look her up. Both jo- of them. Both of them? 
Yeah, well, I don't know. Jordan Sparks not thick like that no more. She didn't lost weight and shit, but Jordan Woods, um, she she a little light skin thicky, you know. But anyway, she uh she actually finally spoke out about <clears throat> the situation. On the red table, right? On the red table. For those that don't know what the red table is, that is uh Jada Pinkett Smith's uh show that she does on Facebook every week, I believe. And I guess apparently there's some history there because Jordan, for those that don't know, Jordan Woods does have family in the industry. I think her dad or someone was a producer yeah, her, in Hollywood or whatnot. Her dad, rest in peace, was the, he was something on the Fresh Prince Yeah, show. he was the producer. So that's the whole time where the history is with that. But neither here nor there, I guess she basically admitted that they did kiss. She described it as he kissed her. But she says she holds herself accountable for the fact that the kiss happened because had she not drank as much as she did, she wouldn't have been in a position for that to happen. So she does take responsibility for it. But she just wanted it to be clear like she wasn't sitting on the nigga's lap and they wasn't, you know. She had her legs across his leg. She had her legs across she his She claims that that didn't happen. That no, she, she said it. She said she can see how people inter- interpreted her or whatever the well, case. Well, she she said she wasn't sitting on his lap. Her ass wasn't in his lap, but her legs was on him. And so she said that they also did not go off to the bedroom or anything like that. All of this stuff happened in the living room. So, um, I don't know. This I'm I'm conflicted with this because I respect her for coming out and and owning her part. But even her saying he kissed me. Okay, when it comes to a kiss, unless the niggas just go, I mean, you see the shit coming, right? You allow someone to kiss you. Are you going to be like, oh, he kissed me? You're just be like, we kissed. You, you feel where I'm going with this? Like, saying he kissed me is still kind of like trying to put the blame off on the other person. And she didn't push the nigga off. Like, and if your leg is on a nigga, that's that's like couple shit. That ain't even like 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 a bitch trying to fuck a nigga shit. That's like, like you, somebody's bitch. Like... Bitches don't just put their legs on niggas, like, big kicking it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how dare you? You went far, far. Number one violation was <laughs> was her going to his house without anybody else there. I thought you was going to say with no panties on. I'm like, damn, like. Nah. You don't, you don't go to your people's boyfriend house without them. Unless you knew them before them in a relationship. But if you met this guy through your, your best friend, sister, or whatever the case. Why are you going to his house? Hmm. I mean, so, okay, so let me ask you this then. So if she went to his house and nobody else was there, do you think that maybe they actually were fucking before this? Uh, yeah. You think that they both full of shit? This, this is not new. This is not new. Or maybe she wanted to when she was positioning herself for it to happen, like, you know, I don't know. But then let's not act like there have been times where say, you know, y'all talk, you talk to the homegirl about going somewhere and the plan is for everybody to go. But then the homegirl either, uh, you know, pulls out at the last minute. So you already there. Uh, I got homegirls who I know should not be going to certain places without me there. Name, name a place. Like uh, a function at somebody's house. That they, they shouldn't go. Without without one or two of the homegirls there, because they might not be able to to make some sound decisions when there's alcohol involved, and they don't have somebody there to tell them, okay, chill. And and granted, I'm not saying that 
I'm not condoning this behavior at all, but I'm just saying like I've seen scenarios where people go somewhere thinking that they're going to have a people there with them and then they don't. And then they may make certain decisions, you know, early on that they can't take back. And now they already here, like being drunk at a nigga house with none of your homegirls. But see, that's different than going to your homegirl going to imagine somebody going to your boyfriend house without you. I literally just had a discussion about this earlier with somebody where he had went to his cousin's girl's house, his cousin's wife's house. Okay. Okay. So mind you, he, he went to go pick something up from the cousin's wife house. Okay. But he ended up staying for a while because it was a function going on when he went to go pick something up from the cousin um, wife house. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of him being there, some things got said that wouldn't have normally been said. And he had been drinking, so that's why he was also there longer than he had anticipated. And <clears throat> long story short, his cousin got mad at him because the cousin felt like, well, nigga, we cousins, why you didn't tell me that you was at her house at the little function or whatever? And then furthermore, like, the, the things that she said, like, you know, but that's a whole nother subject. Point being is sometimes people end up in situations by accident. Like, maybe, let uh, look, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here because... I, I'm just throwing options out there. And there may be some listeners here who've been in this situation before. Like, say you went to somebody's house without even intentions of really staying and kicking it. But then in the midst of you going over there, it's like, oh, we over here functioning. Just chill for a second. Oh, okay, cool. So now I'm chilling. I didn't had a couple drinks or whatever. And now I didn't did some totally out of pocket shit. Because let's be honest, that nigga Tristan is like over six feet. The nigga but, is attractive as fuck. But, and, and from what I heard, I think he's Jamaican, right? But, so but you already is, know about them Jamaicans. But no, nah, I don't. But oh, oh you don't? But probably Oh. You, you and oh, your, probably okay. you and your people. But look, uh, this is what I'm saying though. Look. <laughs> 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 look, now, now this is what I'm saying though. All that is fine and dandy, but when you go to somebody's house, your 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 friend's boyfriend house, this this is it's not just going to some random person house. This is a friend boyfriend no let's clarify this is your best friend's sister's nigga's house yeah because maybe she don't give a fuck about chloe like that it may be i mean and then that's the thing too it's like with the shit that they do in that family maybe she didn't think it was a big fucking deal either because all of these bitches fuck other people's niggas Chloe fucked somebody's nigga that's how she ended up with this thing in the first place yeah she she cheated on uh uh, he was with somebody when uh with his baby mama right pregnant. Uh, we we got a caller. Seriously, not another podcast. Who we got? You already know who it is. I was gonna say y'all better answer the phone for me. What's that, listen. girl? Hey, boo. <laughs> uh, listen, let me have my two cents on this. Topic. Yes, please. For a topic. So first of all, the first common mistake that any woman makes is bringing a chick around her man. Mm. Say it louder for the people in the back. Let me say it one more time. Let me rewind that. Please. The first common mistake that females make is bringing their so-called friends around their man. Mm. Right? My man has a relationship with me. Y'all ain't friends. Hello. You get what I'm saying? He ain't your friend. What y'all friends on? Mm. He is an associate through me. So Didn't I say that last week? Even need need yeah. each other's number. You don't need his address. You don't even need his dog on social media handles for what? If he need to check on me, he gonna check on me through my family. 
And he barely may check on me through some of them. Low key. Mm-hmm. High key shit. Get on me. Right, that part. So that's the, all this extra drama about... But let me ask you something, Lady A, because let's be completely honest. I hear you 100%, but I think it's a little unrealistic to think that if you in a relationship with someone that they're not going to ever be around your friends, even though I agree with you completely, because I learned, I, I don't know if you listened to the show last week, but I literally said last week that I had one of my best friends that I knew since I was fucking six years old, fuck a nigga who I was engaged to. So I know firsthand and and that was my best friend and that was my nigga. So we did a lot of shit together. And by default, this bitch told me that he was her friend. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bitch, that's not your friend. Like, you know him because of me. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, like, cause I, I was trying to figure out the lesson that to be learned from this. Like, what should I not be bringing bitches around my nigga? But I also realized even like in my marriage or whatever, like, it's kind of hard to not have your close friends around your nigga ever. Because if your friends you are a part mean? of your life and your nigga's a part of your life, it's inevitable that they're going to meet each other at some yeah, point. Yeah, but you're going to be, you're only going to be around me in a social setting. And in that social setting, there probably won't be that much alone interaction. So yeah. And once you reach the stage the level of fiance or marriage, my single friends ain't finna know nothing about my marriage. Mm. Nothing about my man, because I'm not giving them ammunition to fire back. And that's something that I've always believed in. Anybody that you're in, in that union with, that one close bond, what you want to never do is never let somebody have one up on your partner. Tell them, no, sis. If I ever get married, no man, no man or woman will ever have one up on my husband. No, I agree. Just the same is not with me. So... Once all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the problem with female. We don't know sometimes how to transition from single female to wives. Hello. And that's a problem. So the characteristic traits, the boundaries, the loyalty, even the submission, they're not understanding that. And they never will because they still in that whole little tra-la-la land. Let me ask you this. So, So, like, as a woman who's married, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, your best friend, for example, mm-hmm. your best friend, you saw always come to the crib every now and then, um, you know, y'all may have dinner or drinks or something at the house or whatever. So let's say mm-hmm. now you married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does all of that stop because you got married or is she still able to come to the house and spend time with you, but just not necessarily be in your nigga's face? You, you better come to the house with your man. Ain't no alone time. Ain't no you coming to see me. Because ain't no other woman, first of all, going to be lollygagging around my husband. I'll meet you out, girl. We can go to the mall. We can go to Starbucks. We can go to the shoe store. Whatever you want to do. But once I create that sanctuary with my husband, nobody is going to be able to penetrate that. Just the same as if he want to have his boys over. Babe, you, I'm about to go to the mall with my girls. You having the boys over for game night or whatever, I'm out. Because that's the thing, like, people get too comfortable in the setting of seeing other people's spouses or, you know what I'm saying, people, partners or people they're in a relationship with, and they let their guards down. I'm never letting my guard down around my, I don't care if you're my sister. Okay, now I have another follow-up <laughs> with that. Um, I'm sorry, I, I think we'd have made you an unofficial special guest. So, <laughs> but, but this is the thing, and now we're not even talking about Jordan Woods no more because I, I'm going to put my shit out there I always do mm-hmm. one of my best friends 
got really in her feelings about me saying something very similar to what you just said. Because mm-hmm. we used to talk about every fucking thing, you know, even mm-hmm. niggas who I was fucking with. But these were niggas that didn't matter. You know what I mean? So now I'm mm-hmm. married and I literally told her, I was like, you know, I'm not about to be talking to, uh, you know, anybody about what's going on between me and my husband. Because I know people who actually care about me. For one, if we fall out, y'all are going to automatically come to my defense. And then if I decide mm-hmm. to still stay with this nigga, then that's going to be a problem. So that's the first thing. And then secondly, there's just certain things that you don't want your homegirl to know about your nigga. Um, mm-hmm. And she was so offended by this. I mean, she Why was, was she offended? She was my so, first question to your best friend or homegirl would have been, what makes you entitled to know about my husband's business? Well, but see, that's the thing. That's what I was just about to say. I think that what you said earlier was true in that people get so used to how y'all relationship was when you were single that it takes time for even your friends and family to adjust to. We don't even know time. People get caught up in the problem of feeling like they are entitled to knowing so much of your business, entitled having so much of your time entitled to always know what's going on in your life that's the that's a mistake that people make it's people right now they don't know what's going on in my personal life because all i put out there is my social life you don't know if i'm married with three kids at home you don't know if i'm a lesbian up here booed up with a girl you don't know nothing about me why because i don't give you access to that part of my life and even those close to me May not know everything either. Why? Because I am entitled to have a sense of privacy for myself. People got to get out of this habit of feeling like I, they owe people something in regards to their business. And then we put too much weight on these titles. What the hell is a best friend? Mm. A best friend and that's my, my, my play sister and my... I ain't no title. You a chick I know. <laughs> if we down and we rock, we rock. You my homeboy. We down, we rock, then we rock. I ain't put no, you're not a level three and he a level two. Mm-hmm. You either my homeboy, you not. You either my homegirl, you not. All this best friend, do I have friends that are closer to, yeah, I'll say my best friend? Yeah, because the title just fits for everybody else to understand how close we are. But in reality, look, we all kicking oh, it. You're right. I agree with you completely. I mean, where's she going? Fall back. She came from somewhere. <laughs> But, um, no, I'm sorry, lady. He got distracted because one of my homegirls just walked in to give me something. And I guess he saw something that distracted him. But, um, (laughs) I don't even want to do that to him. I was sure finna say something. But, uh, 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 look, don't get lady A started. I remember when she got on your head. Tell him, drink that water in that little blue cup and stop being so thirsty. Drink Ooh. that water in that blue cup. Drink that water in that blue cup. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that's the sound effect you want to give her? <laughs> what? Are you, I didn't even hear it. Are you fucking kidding oh, me? Oh. Yeah. You know what? I mean, Look, I'm going to tell you the same way I told journalists. We got to have you come in here one day, for real, for real. Um... <laughs> They can see you, I think. <laughs> I'm like, no, for real. Ben a second. Ben a second. You gonna let me come to the house? 
Ooh. Is there a reason why you shouldn't be able to? It's it's for the culture. Nah. It's for the culture. Ooh, this is getting juicy. <laughs> it's for the culture. It's for the culture. It's so for, the culture. for the culture. <laughs> you hear the way he said culture? He's like, it's for the culture. He even tightened that shit up. Like, okay, it's for the culture. I'm going to roll through, bring the little cat, some cat lips. Oh, she knows about the cat. She knows about the cat. Hey, my boy, my boy OG, OG Chef said, why my nigga being got to be thirsty? <laughs> she just came in looking jazzy as hell. I'm like, yo, lips shining. Shining off the damn Look, lights, and that honestly was just some regular shit. I mean, she looked cute, but you know that that was just like her regular shit. You know, well, we gotta have a sidebar after this yeah, show. Sidebar, yeah. show after the show. We're gonna have a sidebar. Show after the show. That. We need to discuss some things, some some teens. Yeah, you know, lady A, it's always a pleasure uh, to hear from you. Oh, I really boy. would love if you could, um, you know, come or call in another time. You know, there's a discussion around this. Um, One thing I do want to say before you get off the phone, though, is that because you said some real shit like, I mean, people put too much emphasis on titles and certain things. And even with that, like you could have somebody who is your best friend at a certain time. But as you grow and you change, which we're all entitled to be able to do that as well. By default, your relationship changes with people too, or your circumstances might change. And by default, certain aspects of the relationship change. And I think people just have a hard time adjusting to change, period. They expect it to be the way it always was. They have a hard time adjusting to change, and people have a hard time understanding placement, proper placement. Yes, my homegirl may have felt the need of sometimes companionship, sometimes you know what I mean? The laughter, the joy, whatever the case may be. But when my husband is in position, that is now my new best friend. Right. And nobody else is going to be above him but God. You get what I'm saying? Right. Hello. If friends aren't able to shift from that and understand from that point of view, then maybe y'all need to sit down and actually have a conversation about expectations and mm. the faults of thereof that maybe hasn't been talked about because maybe she's under a false expectation of her actual place in your life. Right. And the only way to be corrected is if you let her know what is her place. Right. Okay. That's it. Well, Lady A, I yeah, appreciate was, you calling good. in. That was uh, good. You give, give, her, give her a round of applause. Oh, you, oh, hold on. Let me give you a round of applause. So, hold on. There we go. Her. Yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> do you want to give a plug to your your podcast are you good you good no i'm good okay well there it is lady a from uh no i'm not gonna say we hey 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 hey, look nah you told you say you didn't want to get the plug to your podcast they can listen every saturday from three to four crown conversation on all major outlets you can download the accelerated radio app you can listen to itunes freaking in google play all of that Crown Conversations every Saturday, 3 to 4. Lady A is your host. And that's just what it is. I said, hey, the homie, the homie said she came in with facts, though. Salute to Shorty. Yeah, show. Yes, indeed. Well, I, I, I'm going to, I'm a, yeah. That's the homie. He, he, he from, he from, he from uh, out there in Dallas. He from the, he from the B side of things. So I guess mm-hmm. real recognized real, you know? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Everybody I appreciate it. Always a pleasure talking to you. Yes, baby. 
Ben and Stephanie, I'm going to hit you up after your show. Look for my text. Oh, okay. I surely will. Come on now. <laughs> All right, lady. <laughs> Y'all know I'm petty. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to put the number out there one more time because I see some people asking for the number. Uh, for those that don't know, it is 213-618-8961. Once again, it is 213-618-8961. Ben Ready just put it in the chat box yeah. on Spreaker. We also got it in the uh, messages on uh, live. So uh, if there's anything we talked about that y'all want to chime in on, go on and pull up. Now, we only got 30 minutes left, so we're going to get into another Tiznopic. Um I want to talk about this uh, child support uh, broadcasting. They calling out names. It's, a, it's for my niggas and my bitches. <laughs> my niggas and my bitches. Wait, should, should, I, should I play that in the background dude, while we're talking about this? Motherfuck D. Motherfuck M. Oh, yes, I know. Yes. Now, now. Oh, man. Anyway, look, I got my life real quick. But no, child support. Let's say focus here. Child support. So, I guess they talking about doing some Megan's Law type shit. For those who don't know what Megan's Law is, that's like a website where, you know, registered sex offenders are basically like broadcast. Oh. Okay. Hey. They calling our names. Go ahead. Look, I feel like doing the humpy hump. <laughs> okay. But you know. Yeah, that's what child support talking about doing. So Megan's Law is Megan's Law is a website where they put registered sex offenders on um so that the public can be aware of their whereabouts in the event that they want to make sure that they stay away, you know. Um, they're required to register the address with, uh, you know, that's distracting me. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> they're required to, to register their address so that people can look them up based on their location. And then they have to stay a certain radius away. But I don't know that child support is talking about going that deep, but I think they talking about just publishing the people's names who are behind on child support. So this is my thing. Like, what is coming from this to put people out there like that? Because I mean, because well, they, they know they behind on child support. So, well, that's what I was gonna say. Now, I didn't do a whole lot of research, <clears throat> so this is just speculation. Excuse me, but I think part of it might have to do with the fact that a lot of times uh, people who owe child support will evade their uh, child support responsibilities. A lot of times they may even like purposely not get certain employment and stuff just so that they're not on the radar. So my thought is that maybe they're doing this in effort to try to raise awareness so that if people know these people's whereabouts, then maybe they could like call in like and uh, share the information about, uh, you know. Oh, it's a snitch line. I mean, okay, let's see. It says, uh, Debbie parents sites in other states routinely show offenders who owe hundreds of thousands of dollars in delinquent child support payments. This information displayed on this website in California will include the person's name, photograph, and amount owed. That that's called the photograph. Hey. Um so and it says the strat so basically the strategy is effective in helping children get the financial support they need. So like I said, I think that the goal was to try to you know, basically raise awareness so that if people, you know, well, first and foremost, it's going to shame the parents who owe more than $5,000 on child support. So I guess the thought is that 
in order to deter people from getting that far behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is kind of like one of those like reverse incentives. Like you don't want to end up on the shit list, my nigga, uh, the fuck boy list. So go on and pay your child support. Yeah. But also I can imagine that if people see people's names on a website, they'd be like, Oh, I know where that nigga live. And ca- they probably gonna have a hotline where people could call in and give the person's current address or something like that. Now, if they giving out uh, a reward money, that's going to get ugly. <laughs> yeah, they could give out a fucking $25 Target gift card in the bitch to call in. Hey, that shit going to get it, ugly. It, it ain't even got to be that much. And shout out to Juvenile who just got locked up. I was about to bring that up, yeah, Mike. Yeah, he got locked up. For 150000 why are you saying shout out to him? Shout out, nigga. I mean, what, why are we shouting out niggas that don't provide for No, we kids? shouting out, nigga. You need to pay your shit, nigga. Thank you. Like, let's be real. Like, you... And, and may, maybe financially he not... You know, he hasn't had songs out or hits out. And maybe in this situation he did with... with uh, uh He just did a... He doing a joint album with Baby right now. So maybe the proceeds from this album can go to his... The child support. But see, even that is bullshit. Now, first and foremost, I'm not a woman who is pro-child support. And I'm not saying I'm against women seeking out child support. Because by all means, if you have a child with a nigga... And you need help. I think you need to do whatever you need to do to get that help. I'm just saying for me personally, if somebody is telling me they don't want to have financial responsibility for my child, I chose to have this baby. So I'm going to just grind even harder to make sure she got everything that she needs. If it come down to it and he's only able to give the time and not the money, I'm going to take the time. We we got another caller. Caller's going up tonight. Seriously, not another podcast. What we got? It's your boy, JB, man. What's up with it? Been ready? What's going on, man? What's happening, sir? Hey, how you doing, Miss Lady? Good. Hey, look, the, the child support issue. Child support. You know what? That's that's an issue that's just, like, never the same, though. Because you can be in a arrears. You can be living, working, and taking care of your kids and stealing their arrears. You don't need your information put on out there like that. I mean... For the people that's out there screwing up and evading their kids, that's one thing. But the child support whole thing is so mixed up that what about the females that's getting over? You know what I mean? What about the females that people are dealing with that's drawing a whole other account to somewhere else? You know what I mean? So are you saying they that they should have like some sort of website for women who abuse child support? I mean, that's, I just think that's a personal, that's a personal topic. You know what I'm saying? You know because you know that they do have like a platform for people who like say abuse like the welfare system, for example, like um, yeah. they have an actual like thing that they put out with the people's full names. They, they picture and also how much money they basically frauded the government well, out of, whether it be yeah. food stamps. Medi-Cal, IHSS, or whatever the case may be. So there's other government um, agencies who do shit like this. Is it the child support specifically that bothers you, or what part is it that bothers you? It's it's the part of your personal information being broadcasted due to a personal topic. For example, me, myself, personally, I paid back over $50,000 in child support, Mm. right? However, I had custody of my kids at the time while doing it. So although I had custody of my kids, I still paid back $50,000 in cash. So 
what do my information need to be on the board? Because I was still in the re uh, in the arrears. It's not gonna have specifics where oh this is his information, but he got custody of his kids. He working. It ain't gonna be specific like that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be abroad. You see what I'm saying? So I mean. Can I ask you a question? It's kind of personal, so if you don't want to answer it, then just tell me. At any point during your child support um, battle, did you ever, like, contact the court to try to get, like, modification or anything like that? Oh, the whole time. And so they just never considered it? I went went seven years to a judge that granted me no, no service. He granted me nothing. He gave her everything she wanted. The lady got remarried, had other kids, and he took more money from me. Hmm. And, and, and he knew that you had custody of your child and still did all this? Well, no. I mean, I, I, after the seventh, in the seventh year is when he finally decided to listen to me, and that's how I got custody of my kids. But it was seven years. And so they can't do anything about the child support that was already, like, old? No. Hell no. You're going to pay it. Once your name on it, once you see... What people don't understand is once you sign the birth certificate, you're not saying that you got rights to your children. You're saying that you're obligated to pay. Mm. So for every person that's out, every man that's out there that want to put his child in his name, the only rights that you get that is the obligation to pay for that child. Mm. You got to go to court to get any type of uh, legal authority over your children. That's heavy. What, you, your name is JV, right? Yeah. That, that, I mean, you are the only man who's ever said something like that, that I actually feel like it actually like translated with me because I hear men say things like this, but they've never said it in a way that you said it. And I think that was brilliant. Like, I mean, it makes sense what you're saying. Like as a man, you have to go through so much shit just to even get, your child, but it's real hey, easy man. to get on child support, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ben Ready, Ben Ready was right there. He's seen the whole process. Yeah, you real. know what I'm talking about is A1. I mean, I've been through every trick and trickeration that you could go through when it comes to what a woman want to do with, with her children. You know what I'm saying? But yes, the court allowed that for so long. It, it, due to my persistence, you know what I'm saying? I was able to go ahead and you know, take care of the business that I need to take care of. But there's so many men on so many <laughs> different levels. I'm just a working class dude. But what about the lawyers? What about the doctors? What about all them people that are still under the same boat? Right. Child support is abroad. You could be a doctor. You could be a, a astronaut still owe child support. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you think all them people need to have their shit broadcast? You know, when, when, when they tell you that when they telling you that they can take up to three quarters of your salary, you know what I mean? When you, when you, okay, say you moved on, you're trying to do for your kids, you're trying to do for your now situation, they don't care if you living on a bench or not. They gonna get their bread and it ain't helping the children because they already gave the children the money. So the money that you giving ain't going to the kids. They got that little bit of change or whatever they gave them. And that's it. All your money going to the courts. Because mm. I'm saying this is their whole way of getting their money back. This ain't about the kids. This about their hustle. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I do see what you're saying. I mean, it's... Yeah. 
Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. Looking for a foundation that can multitask as well as you? Maybelline's Fit Me Matte and Poreless Foundation is it. What does it do? More like, what doesn't it do? It's oil-free and non-comedogenic, so it won't ever clog your pores. It controls shine for a full 12 hours. It refines your pores so your skin looks smooth and perfected. It's lightweight and breathable, so your skin will never feel heavy or cakey. And it comes in 40 shades. 97% of women found their perfect shade. It's obvious why Fit Me Matte and Poreless is America's number one foundation. Buy yours now in a bottle or pouch at Amazon.com. If you've been in arrears, that means your kid has already been paid. Whether she was on child support, whether it was, I mean, whether she was on the county, whether it was Medicare, whether whatever it was, your your child already repped those benefits. So everything they're talking about, every piece of that money that you pay in there is, goes to them, not to your kids. Mm, so you you basically paying they loan they loan the kids the money and you basically paying the loan back and you paying the interest back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they add That's interest it. on it too. Well, man, and not only are they doing that, they ruining your credit. They ruin everything because, like, say, for a working class dude, where they they automatically subtract their child support from your check, right? Mm-hmm. So for all the years I was working, they automatically deducted their money late. So not only did wow. well, they got their money, but to, to my credit report... There's a late fee for every time they got their money. Mm. Damn. So now, so now I got to try to build my credit back when they was damaging, get, getting their bread. Damn. That's you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's I mean, child, that child support thing. The worst thing a person could ever do is go to somebody's court to try to get their money because I guarantee you, your kids ain't about to benefit. Hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to keep that man out of your business. Period. You know what I mean? Be willing to lay down. Be willing to come to some kind of understanding. Mm. You know? And it's and I think it's vitally important for men to know that when you, when you have a child and you sign that birth certificate, the only thing you sign it on is the obligation to pay because that's all you get for it. You don't get no rights to your child you go to court. Mm. <clears throat> you think I'm bullshitting? You can go stand in that court if you want to to find out. Thank you so much for calling. Um, <clears throat> you know, I appreciate your perspective and what you said. Um, Very informative. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's all hustle, man. I, I, I was fortunate enough to do it by myself with, with no, you know, seven years you learn some stuff if you mean to it, but. It's all about money. It's all a money grab. You know, it's, it's all a money grab. All right, hey, JB. Well, I, thank you so much for calling. We about hey, to wrap up the ready. show right now. What up? Be ready, man. I love what y'all doing, man. Amber, I love what y'all doing, man. Keep thank it up. Thank you. Town lab. Yes, sir. You better believe it. Thank you for calling. Yes, I appreciate it. I appreciate you yeah. listening. Yes, sir. All right. You know, 
the shit that he said, uh, that was probably one of the most like meaningful things I've heard in a long time where it relates to this child support subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had this discussion with so many people. I mean, you know, Nympho uh, and them have talked about it on No Rules. Shout out to our brethren from No Rules. Nympho, Mark, and Ill Will. Um, you know, and even on that show, they have different views about it. Right. Um, but the shit he said tonight is probably some of the realest shit I've heard. Like, and, and it sounds fucked up, but it, but it's true to an extent because it's like you're essentially signing a contract that says, I am uh, responsible for this child, which yeah. is true. Yeah. But I guess one of the things, and I didn't want to ask him this because I don't want it to <clears throat> be like a personal thing, but one of the things that I also wonder is like, I mean, is are they wrong for that? Because when you bring a child into the world, technically you are responsible for them. Um, but I do think the court should keep that same energy when it comes to, you know, the custody and, you know, visitation and all that. But yeah. I don't know. It's just a subject that's so complex. And I mean, you know, it's always been meant to work out in women's favor. You know, and so, I hate when I hear men say that, but I understand why y'all say that because yeah. I've seen too many times where, you know, men have to pay child support, but then they still can't, can't have visitation with their kids. Um, or contrarily, you know, uh, the amount they're being asked to pay is high compared to how much they have their kids. Like I got, uh, you know, an ex who had his kids all the time, but mm-hmm. yet he still had to pay a very high rate of child support. Um, and even though the court knew he had his That's kids, he crazy. still had to pay it. And he just did it. And then like how he was saying um, about the whole late thing, you know, it impacted his ability to like even buy a home or whatever. Like his credit was like on point, but there was times where they were reporting it as late, even though they were automatically deducting it from, you know, his shit. And he's right. Like, even though you're paying your shit on time, they're reporting it is late. You know, all the little hoops and shit that niggas have to go through that people don't hear about. So with that said, back to the topic, I guess he's right that it is kind of not cool for them to put these people's information out there because all you see is the, the face and the amount and you don't get the story behind it. Especially now I wonder, are they, are they putting the, just the, the name, are they putting the addresses on? Probably there? not the address, because that's a little invasive. But they're probably putting the name, um, the amount that they owe. Damn, but what if they do like uh in uh, the picture? What's the name of the website? Is it uh Megan's Law? What if they do like Megan's Law and put the the vicinity that they're in? And you, you put these like he said, these millionaires and doctors that got money and people see they they area and they sit and hunt for them, or you know, sit away for them and hunt them down to rob them. Like that's just on a deeper look. The nasty only thing level. I could say about this is, men, just don't nut in these bitches. You know, use a condom. Uh, whatever you got to do to keep yourself from being in this situation. And I'm not trying to put the onus on y'all, but in this situation, this is the only way that you can have the power here. And women, stop letting niggas go raw. I mean, it takes two to tangle. That's true. But what we're talking about right now is men having to deal with this fucked up child support system. So I'm not even talking to the women right now. I'm talking to the men 
just regards to what they can do to empower themselves from not having to deal with this. This wasn't about resp- like putting blame on anybody. This is about empowering the men to know, like, look, the only way that you can ensure that you don't end up in this situation is by being a little more selective about who you're nutting in. That's, that's really what I was saying. <laughs> Granted, we know women obviously are out here making poor choices as well, but I'm just saying, like, I'm really genuinely trying to empower the men in that. Because even though it's common sense, it's not that common. Some niggas don't even think about the fact, like, damn. No, niggas don't care. In order for me to not end up in this situation, maybe I just need to stop nutting in bitches. And I'm not even telling you to not fuck them raw because, look, I I should be saying that, but I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying, pull the fuck out, my nigga. Like, pull the fuck out. Niggas um, ain't doing that. They don't care. Niggas know the consequences. And, and, I don't the type think of they women be thinking they, about they it because I think sometimes they, they be thinking that that the woman who they fucking with is gonna be the one who's gonna get the abortion because that's probably what they thinking about her. But she may be one of them bitches who don't believe in abortion and gonna have that baby even though she don't even know you like that. Mike, you can say that because you you have a wife and that's the only woman you you uh sleep with. So yes. You can raw all you want with your wifey. I do want to touch on this last topic before we go, though, because I know this is something you had on the agenda about um, people who smoke weed on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So Ben Reddy brought up this topic about people who smoke weed on a daily basis. Like, is that a sign of depression or is that just like, oh, I just use this shit because it's a part of my daily routine. Now, when I first seen it, you know, I, and I uh shout out to Jern. Um, we was talking about it to where, you know, the guy could have worded it better. Cause I don't think everybody who smokes every day, you know, uh, are just something are are uh, depressed or going through depression, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a it's enough or a lot, you know, just like people that's going through something, just like people that drink all day every day. If you Somebody ain't just going to say, oh, I just like to drink. Nobody's going to openly admit that they're going through uh, something uh, uh, mental because. And to to that extent, I feel like there's more of a stigma against alcohol than weed. Because mm. even like with cigarettes, like let's let's put them all on the table. Okay. Let, hell, we'll even go a step further. We got alcohol. Mm-hmm. We got cigarettes. We got weed. And we got coke. Cocaina, not oh, Coca-Cola. They're all substances, right? Mm-hmm. And one could easily say, I could use any one of these things every day and still have full control over all my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But each one of these, depending upon who you're talking to, is going to have a totally different perception about uh, whether it's an addiction or whether or not you're depressed or whatever. Even like times, I think we was just in the, in the mess or the little uh, chat this week talking about pills or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think that it all depends on who you're talking to and what their belief is about this particular thing. Yeah. I mean, to the people who are using it, there's people who use Coke every morning before they go to work, may go in the bathroom, take a bump on their lunch break. And these people got all their shit together. And you might not even know that they're doing it, but. If you found out, now you got this stigma like, oh, they're a cokehead. Same thing with cigarettes. We don't say shit about people who go outside and smoke cigarettes three, four times out the day. It's not like, oh, 
you have an addiction. I'm concerned. Are you depressed? But that. just because it's weed or alcohol, people have this thing in their mind that, that they're trying to cope with something. Maybe they just fucking like alcohol or they just fucking like weed. Why does it have to be such a deep meaning behind it? Anytime so, so you, you have a habit, it's just that. It's a fucking habit. So you, you don't think that a lot of people hide behind that? To I definitely agree with oh, that. Okay. But okay. I don't know that I would go as far as to say that just because someone smokes weed every day that that means they're depressed. Well, that's I wouldn't why I say said that. The guy who, who made that post have to word it better because he's saying everybody. No, not everybody who smokes. I mean, at the end of the day, what do people smoke for? What do you? What do people smoke? The same for? reason is how why people drink or why people use uh, X pills or anything else. They do it because they get a certain uh, enjoyable feeling out of it. Mm. I mean, I'm I don't think that people who now granted, I think where it starts out with any substance or drug or whatever or even food, mm-hmm. I think it starts out where a person's doing something because they just enjoy it. And I think that people enjoy something so much that they want to do it again and again and again. And then there's a population of people who can recognize, oh, this is bomb. And I could do this when I when I feel like it and still have control over my shit. And then there's a population of people who don't have control over shit. And that could be anything. That could be fucking food. Mm -hmm. Because there's people who have food addictions who's going behind the fucking back and barfing in fucking trash bags because they don't want people to know that they ate a whole fucking uh, three, four containers of ice cream and shit. I mean, there's people who don't have control with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that I think there's a stigma sometimes. And let me just go on record and say, I'm not an advocate for drug use. I'm not trying to say, oh, go use drugs. But what I am saying though, is that I think to some extent <clears throat> there's like this stigma about certain usage when it comes to, you know, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, weed, whatever it is. Like, at the end of the day, as long as you're able to still take care of your responsibilities and maintain uh, your lifestyle and it's not interfering with the shit that you need to get done, anything in moderation is okay to me. I anything? Think, I mean, for the most part, because if, so, you, if so you're it, able to... So if a to, nigga smoke crack in moderation, he's fine? If he can take care of his shit, who am I to judge him? I mean, because for the most part, if if he has all his shit together, you wouldn't even call him a crackhead. When we think of crackhead, we don't think of people who use crack on the weekends. That's not true. Niggas call DMX a crackhead all the time. But that's because he don't have control. Do you get where I'm going with this? DMX don't have no control over his life right now. He don't. He do. He hasn't he make, had control over his life for a long fucking time. He made dumbass decisions, but he's still able to to I work. I don't agree. The nigga was on the Yonla fix my life because he don't have a relationship with his son. The nigga then fucked off his marriage. The nigga. That's everyday nigga, nigga shit. Are you are you serious right now? Or are you just huh? trying to be? Uh, you, uh, oh oh whoa whoa. So you think so so every dude got a, a relationship with their kid? When I'm not saying that, but oh, what okay. I am saying is that. I think that his drug use has impeded his relationship with his kid. I think his drug use has impeded his relationship with his wife. I think his drug use has interfered with his ability to have quality shows at times. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying that every nigga got a relationship with their kid. That's a whole nother subject. But what I'm saying is that if you somebody who could choose to 
pop a pill on the weekends, but still go to work Monday through Friday, take care of your shit. If you somebody who likes to smoke weed, but you wait until your kids go to sleep at night and everything's taken care of and you got your work clothes out the next day, who the fuck am I to judge you on what you choose to do on your personal time if, if, if you're still taking care of all your other shit? That's what I'm talking about. Only thing I can say is, look, I was a heavy weed smoker. And if you grow with me on the block, you know I was smoking weed all day, every day. My thing is, and I and I like smoking weed, but at, it came to a point to where it's like, yo, what is this shit doing for me? Like, I'm spending money on it. Like, what is it really doing to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and shout out to uh, uh, the homies, uh, PT and Raw Dog Pops, Mr. Wynn, rest in peace. He seen me one day and like, like, man, what the fuck is you doing out here? Like, what you, what, why you just out here high every day? Like, what the fuck is you doing? Mm-hmm. And that, that shit fucked me up. Cause when you hear something from somebody that, that you respect, that you respect, but not, not only that, that you don't think care enough to, to come at you like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that shit crazy. That shit blew my mind. I ain't smoked weed since, you know what I'm saying? To tie that in on top of that, like, I think it was, uh, it was that. And of me, uh, with a job situation, it, it it was like a day or two apart. You know what I'm saying? I so, think what it comes down to is, <laughs> it's not what you do, it's how you do it. I think anybody who's doing anything all day, that's not cool. So mm-hmm. I just want to go on record and say, I'm not condoning anybody who is using anything excessively. I was saying that I feel anything in moderation is socially acceptable. I mean, we see now they've even legalized marijuana. So they recognize that it's not as bad as they thought it was, obviously. Either that or they know they can make money. But either way, they wouldn't go legalize some shit if they really felt like it was that big of a deal, right? Because no, they, so, they know they can make money off it. They don't care what the fuck you do. They, but they my point money. is to say, I don't think that everyone who uses weed is depressed. But I do think that people who do anything all day, every day, you need to do some soul searching and figure out why you don't have self-control. You say you having to drink right now. This is the only, and this is the only time that I drink. That's what I'm saying. I drink once a week. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I, I'm going on record. As- and now it's Geico's motorcycle rules of the road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. As far as saying my piece, because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm judging what they do. Like, again, I think it's all in how you do it. Because me and Ben Ready both, we have our drinks on the show on Friday. I don't think either one of us is drinking all day, every day. We both have jobs and we take care of our responsibilities. He takes great care of his sister. I take great care of my daughter. Like our drinking is not impeding either one of our abilities to take care of our shit. But there are some people and we all know them who will fucking be drunk on a job because they just that addicted to the shit or trying to, they ain't even getting their work done because they got to take a cigarette break. And, and- that was another thing that made me not want to smoke anymore because I didn't want to take other people piss to work and, and try and pass a piss test. Yeah, that's who. Because niggas, like close homies, 
done took other niggas piss and it busted on them in the balloon and shit. That's ridiculous. And they had a whole other nigga piss on them or a condom, whatever the fuck they put it I'm in. I'm not drunk at all. I'm sober as fuck, low key. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I didn't want another man. I didn't want no, another man's pee on me. Like that shit, that shit nasty as fuck to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and honestly, I wouldn't want my own fucking pee on me. I mean, I the idea, this is my thing. This goes back to choices, right? When it gets to a point where you have to take a step back and look at yourself like, I carry piss to work every day. That, <laughs> that might be a sign that maybe this is not working out for you. Now, if you got the kind of job where it don't matter, your job don't drug test you, yeah. or you work for yourself, do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, that's but cool. if you know your life and you know that your life is not set up to where you can smoke weed every day, then you're going to have to assess some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I'm not going to make a blanket statement about everybody. I think everything is that's circumstantial. What I said. You know exactly. what I mean? He shouldn't have said people like, you know, it should have been, you know, a, a percentage or something he should have threw out there. Cause I do, I do feel some people do smoke or whatever the case to hide from reality. I agree. I think some people do a lot of shit to hide from reality. I think there's people who smoke to hide from reality. There's people who fucking just sit on their fucking phones and get on Facebook all day to hide from reality. Um, I think that there's just a certain stigma when it comes to certain drugs versus other shit. I think that if we really examine um, shit as a whole, I think these phones are probably more dangerous than fucking weed. <laughs> I know motherfuckers who be late to work behind looking at shit on Facebook. I'm about to say, it depends, or, it depends on what you're using or, it for. Or don't fucking pay attention to their kids because they fucking looking at shit on Facebook or Instagram. Like, so, I mean, if you want to talk about a sign of depression, I'd probably be more inclined to look at the motherfucker who can't not be on their phone 24-7 than the person mm. that's smoking weed uh, every day. That's, mm. just, that's just me. Mm. So are you are you uh saying that a person that stay on their phone twenty four seven is hiding from reality? They live in I I definitely think that. Okay. Um. Now be, before before we go, I want to get on a quick topic because uh we a little bit over. But um, and shout out to everybody they've been calling. Everybody calls been thank you wonderful tonight. Yeah, wonderful. Very profound. Um, buying black. Um. Now, you know, I'm a big supporter of black companies, black establishments. But my thing is, buying black, when you're on a budget and you're trying to, you're trying to stick to buying black and the black uh, options are way higher than the other options. The China, made in China issue? Not made in China. No, well, technically, not. the black shit is made in China, too. But yeah, yeah so, I get what you're saying. So basically what I'm saying is like... um. So with with uh so the banner the podcast banner mm-hmm. I got that banner for uh like one fourteen mm-hmm. right and um I priced uh some somewhere else uh with with a black company and it was like one sixty one fifty and you probably gonna get it a few days later too on top of that I didn't I didn't ask for the return out but. So that's but, what I, but you know you probably will. Probably will. Because nine times out of ten, they probably going to do it through the company that you was going to get it for one fourteen for anyway. And just resell that shit to you. That should, that should be nuts. But, but what I'm saying is, like, am I wrong? Because, like, am no, I wrong for that? not at all. I, I literally, there's a black bookstore in Inglewood. Well, 
look, let me not say all that. There's a black bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, been around since I was a kid, you know. And there was a book. I was in my on my chair where I wanted to get ready to buy a house, so I wanted to get a book about real estate. And I wanted to go to the black bookstore because I kind of was looking for a book that was geared more towards black people so then maybe they'll get more in depth about some of the challenges we have with buying homes mm-hmm. first and foremost that book don't exist so she had to look up some shit because i already find it weird that she didn't have any books about home ownership or anything in a black bookstore that's a whole nother subject but then on top of that she found the book for me she said i'll order it for you it'll be here on wednesday she didn't call me and tell me that it was there or anything like that she i had to call her and then when i called her she's like oh it's still not here yet uh give it another day or two so i go pick it up fine but i just just for shits and giggles i looked on amazon the book was like half on amazon than what i paid her for and i would have got that shit in two days for free right versus me having to pay double and had to wait damn near an extra three days to get it Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to support black business when there's so many other competitors you know what i mean now, if so, so basically what, what I'm saying is like when I'm, when, when I'm working with a, a certain budget, now, if I had the, the, the crazy amount of bread, like I'll probably still pay for it. But if, if I have to, if I have to say, okay, with everything going on, I got going on right now, I got to make, I got to make do with the best options I could go with. But I'm going to be honest though. I'm not about to pay extra just to support a black business. I mean, the the quality has to be exceptional for me to do some shit like that. Right. I mean, I know that's like probably like the shit that niggas would want to hear me say, but I'm going to keep it 100 that I'm not going to do that shit because nine times out of 10, and I hate to say this shit, but the quality don't even necessarily line up with the extra shit that you having to pay. Mm. Now, when it does, I'm like, there's a cupcake business in England. I'm going to plug her. The shit is called the Good Cake Company. Her shit is fucking fire. She charged like two fifty for a cupcake. I will pay that shit any fucking day because she her shit is fresh, it's good, like you soft, know, it's soft, it's soft, moist. And it's moist, and the shit is on point. So I will pay two fifty for her cupcake all day long versus going somewhere else and paying a dollar fifty. But that's my whole point. I don't feel like I'm having a compromise on anything by doing it. Cause you're getting the quality. I'm getting the quality. All right. The shit is there. It's on time. Like, I feel like sometimes niggas just do shit just for the sake of doing it. And I don't think that's a smart thing to do either. I don't think niggas should pay more just to say they bought it from a black business if the quality don't match. The thighs got to match. Yeah, the thighs got to match. The the thighs got to match. Yeah. You can't be. uh... There was a fucking uh, shirt that I saw online. I think I even posted something and Anthony was like, oh, you could buy that. Like, it was a shirt. It was dope as fuck. It had an M in the middle and then it had like Mandela, Malcolm, and Martin or whatever. Dope as fuck. I would have bought this shit, but it was like $78 on sale. $78 on sale. The original price was like $95. Then today I went to DD's or whatever and I seen a shirt. It wasn't the exact same shirt, but it was similar concept. Um, it said like freedom over everything or something. And it had like the similar colors as the other one. That shit was like eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine. I feel like I'm pushing the same message the for shit. like, like a fucking 10th of the price. So black people, if, if y'all want people to support y'all business, y'all gonna have to be more competitive. 
Yeah. Cause I'm gonna put it like this: T-shirt wise and everything else. Hey man, I've, I've been I've been going to to my brown folk man, and if they give me the best price, you know, I mean it is what it is. And um, oh, to so that that's it for the topics we done for the show. But uh, what I want to bring up with the Tristan Thompson situation, shit, and what's mm-hmm. her name, Jordan Woods? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if people are familiar with uh Jeffrey Star. Jeffree yes. Star. Uh, yeah, that's the, the he's a cross dresser or drag queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I and and they posted him on this black website. And he's I thought, also really close with uh Kim Kardashian too. And I and I thought and I thought uh I thought black people got rid of him, but they still got him on this this black site, whatever, because he said nigga or something. But um, he did a he did a video and he was stating how they've been messing around for a while because he's he was saying like the calabasas community is so small because mm-hmm. everybody go to the same hairdressers mm-hmm. the same masseuses blah 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 all that rich shit and this shit just got around neighbors everybody knew it's been going on so he basically was saying like old girl line and this Trish, ain't no new shit yeah tristan ben ain't shit but anyhow that will uh conclude our show um i appreciate everybody living i'm living listening <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate everybody living too but i appreciate everybody listening um ac wanted to go out with a show since it is uh with a show i mean with a song my bad i'm, I'm wilding yeah yeah i'm super wilding maybe it's that uh what the fuck is that it's called camis camis uh she wanted to go out with a, a song march madness yeah as we going out with um so everybody that listened live, I appreciate y'all. Everybody that called in, Jern, Lady, Lady A, uh, JB. Who else called in? Oh, oh, my nigga TB. Shout out to TB, man. TB. Um, everybody that's in uh, Spreaker message boards. Everybody that's on Facebook Live. Appreciate everybody listening. Shout out and shout out to <clears throat> the mystery woman that came in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We out of here. <laughs> Dress it up and make it real for us. What it mean? We out of here, y'all. Whatever that fucking means. Dirty soda in the scaffold. Spill a day to give a man, bro. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roll of pound up and gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. Bring the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film, man. Touch me, fuckers, police can't touch me. Fucking niggas can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the VVS. I try to fall like it was a ship. Try to fall like it was a ship. Lift it up and go to no set. Fuck a cougar like she hollered. Future hands is dirty, spray legendary. Ready to sell the unstoppable. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roll of pound up a gas. Put your lanes in the Grand Rapids. We're the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film, man, a movie, nigga.
tragic. Only want to live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want for the bitch that might have made me fuck her, even though she average. Fuck all the basic bitch. We gon' wake up and smoke up some blood and fuck. She gon' keep it so real with a nigga that I'ma come back and always go fuck with her. Been the curb and the spur like a motor bus. I was working the serving in Nautica. I get hot till I'm higher than Mercury. Fuck around, teach you that recipe. Fuck around, you gon' be out of here. Make it say huh like a nigga with Juvie. Soon as they work, hit the city, we move it. Post up in honest and shoot us a movie. Post up in honest and shoot us a movie. Take it to the side of club and just case a nigga ever gotta use it. Get a paint of coat and pour it up, nigga. Get a summer in the sky for Spin a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roll of pound up a gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga gone, let them have it. We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shootin' a nigga tragic. Only one to live in lavish. Like I'm playin' for the Mavericks. I didn't want him for the bitch that might have made me fuck her even though she average. Fuckin' niggas can't touch me.
Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary.